My dad died. I miss my friends because of... I don't know how to tell my friends that. I want to help my friends. I don't know how. The pandemic has left me feeling very lonely. How can I best support students in my classroom? The morning meeting is meant to be a place to let you know that you are not alone. We can get through this together. So join us. Listen, learn, share your stories. This is the morning meeting. Today we have two very special guests on the podcast, Ethan Cohen and Sam Levine. They're both students at Syracuse University in New York. They both are also in quarantine because they came into contact with someone with COVID-19. So welcome. Thank you so much for coming on to the Morning Meeting Podcast today. Yep, no problem. So why don't you just tell us a little bit about you and uh, what you have going on there? Well, my name's Ethan Cohen. I'm currently a sophomore at Syracuse University, majoring mm-hmm. in sport management. I'm from Westchester, New York, which uh-huh. is just right outside the city. Yep, yep. My name's Sam. I'm from Roslyn, New York. I'm currently a freshman at Syracuse University, uh, studying sports management in the fall Very school. Nice. Yeah. So, um, you know, I asked you to come on the podcast today because I know that you are, do they call it in quarantine or are you in isolation? Or is uh, there yeah, a quarantine, quarantine, isolation, I guess, same thing. Okay. So yeah. you're there because your roommate tested positive. Yes, correct. But you don't have it. Yeah. Right. Okay. Good. Glad your health is okay. So um, before we talk about, you know, really I wanted to talk about the experience of being in quarantine, but before we even talk about that, I just wanted to talk a little bit about how COVID has impacted your decision to go to college and what that whole experience before isolation started has been like for you. So did you even think like once school started shutting down and Schools were making big decisions about, you know, on-campus versus remote learning. Did COVID impact your decision at all to attend school this year in person? Not, not really. Um, I would, I would okay. say, I definitely, you know, trusted Syracuse, mm-hmm. and you know, whoever was making the decisions uh, regarding like school, school opening, whether it was on time or a couple weeks later, um, mm-hmm. I definitely trusted trusted those people in charge of that. Okay. Um, to make those decisions and to make the safest decisions, mm-hmm. whether it's coming to school and having all classes online or some classes in person, some online. Okay. So yeah, at the end of the day, it was it wasn't really about like what am I going to do. It was kind of like waiting, waiting for um, Syracuse to make the decision, and and for me, I definitely trusted and felt safe with whatever decision they made. Good. Definitely. It was definitely a debate, but I don't mm-hmm. think I ever fully considered not coming back. Okay. It just, and if I didn't come back, it wouldn't be for COVID reasons. It would be okay. more that I already had a little less than half of a year taken away because of it. Right. And, uh, obviously, this semester is nothing like anything we've ever been through. Mm-hmm. So it would be more about getting that college experience. Right. And like, um, if I really want to sit inside my dorm and do classes when I could sit inside my house. Right. But so, so do you feel like, you know, before we get to, you know, the fact that you're sitting in a room, do you feel like you were able to, you know, experience college before you ended up in quarantine? Uh, or was it, 
Yeah, like, or did you feel like you were basically stuck in your dorm room for the first month or so that you've been there? It was definitely more free than I thought. Okay. Because usually, like, when you first heard about, like, it's going to be locked down, you're not going to be able to mm-hmm. do anything. But right. I've been able to have, like, some uh, social life. Obviously, it's different than pre-pandemic, as everything is. Sure. But, like, uh, I've still been able to, like, see my friends, whether that's, like, getting food or going to target it's just with a mask on and distanced but Mm -hmm. still better than nothing yeah so you didn't feel like it was terribly isolating to come to school okay yeah i definitely knew it was going to be different coming in like compared to what it's like supposed to be i guess or what it's like expected to be yeah but yeah as far as expectations i didn't i didn't really I actually didn't like know what to expect at all. Okay. You know, it was kind of just like whatever they presented, it presented with me, you know, I was mm-hmm. just going to follow it, follow that. You know, I didn't mm-hmm. know if this was going to happen, if that. So yeah, going into school, wasn't, I didn't really know what to expect. It was kind of like all when I got here and then, you know, um, okay. but yeah, it's, it's nothing. The decisions made here. Um, it's nothing like too surprising, like too, too severe, but all the decision means at the end of the day it's for all our safety so for that's sure. the most important thing absolutely so what was it like when you got there and again you know you're a freshman so it's not like you had an experience last year to compare it to but you know what was college like for the first few weeks did it feel like like clearly there were things happening because of covid or did it feel fairly typical I would say definitely things happening in terms of COVID, you know, like as far as like what everyone sees, like with max and all that Mm -hmm. and like um, capacity limits, um, definitely in terms of that. And how does that impact you? Like, I don't know if you even have any in-person classes, but did it impact you like in class or did you feel like is the cafeteria open? Were there places to hang out and socialize with other kids? Yeah. Um, as far as me, like as a student, um, mm-hmm. I would much rather prefer in-person classes. So okay. yeah, definitely that was like a disadvantage, I would say, for me. Like majority of my classes are online. Okay. So, so yeah, um, cafeteria, at first we weren't allowed, there was no uh, indoor seating. Mm-hmm. So it was basically just grab food and go. Um, okay. But tables outside for, for us to be able to like sit down with friends and have lunch. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think as of now, there might be indoor seating. I'm not sure because I haven't, I haven't checked it out in <laughs> two weeks. Right. But um, but yeah, definitely they definitely are trying to you know give us as um as much opportunity to socialize in the safest way possible. You know, like providing outdoor seating that definitely helps. Mm-hmm. Um, doing I know for for one of my classes that I have two times a week it would be like a Tuesday and Thursday class for on Tuesdays, they would do like letters a through a through K or something. And then Thursday they would have the other half of the class in person. Mm -hmm. So yeah, they're definitely doing as best as they can, you know, to try and give us the real experience um, as of now. So yeah. As someone who has anxiety, Mm -hmm. I guess this throws a whole nother wrench into the whole being at school, having to manage yourself and deal with classes. And now this is just kind of another kind of obstacle. Mm-hmm. 
just like, oh, let's just throw a worldwide pandemic on there and see what happens. Right. Not particularly a good fit for uh, somebody who's already dealing with anxiety. Yeah. So have, did you think about that? Like, you know, how am I going to cope with this additional stress? Because it's, you know, it's anxiety producing for everyone. But if you already have anxiety, did you think about like, what do I need to do to make sure that I stay healthy? It was more, I'm kind of super cautious okay. about it. Like I only go around people that I trust mm-hmm. or like uh, there are a certain group of people that I know were just tested and I know they don't have it. Right. If like I'm responsible with seeing like who I'm with, I'm not going to get it if no one else has it. Mm-hmm. That's kind of my thinking. And uh, okay. other than that, I just try to stay busy. Mm-hmm. like kind of not think about it too much. Cause if I think about it, that's when like uh, anxiety builds. But Yeah, of course. What's it been like to be in quarantine? I wouldn't, it happened, it happened fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, my roommate, he woke up, he didn't feel, he didn't feel really well. So he went to go get um, his temperature taken, ended mm-hmm. up getting a rapid test, which he tested positive. So yeah, he notified, he told me right away. I ended up having to like pack a bag for him, whatever, because he couldn't come back in the room. Okay. So, and then a couple couple minutes later, I got a call saying I need to pack up my stuff. And I was given like 30 minutes to pack up. I had someone come pick me up and take me to the Sheridan. And since then I've been, I've been in here since. Wow. Yeah. It just happened like they just said, pack up your stuff and you're out. Yeah, it was okay. it was fairly quickly. Not, yeah. you know, I, I I knew what was going on. So it wasn't mm-hmm. like new to me. You know, right. like I knew my it was because my roommate tested positive. So they're taking precautions for me. Sure. But yeah, it was it was they, I had someone come knock on my door because I was taking too long, according to them. So <laughs> it was yeah, it was it happened pretty fast. And they definitely for them, it, it they wanted me out right yeah, away. So it was serious. Yeah. And what about other kids? Like your roommate, I'm sure, had contact with other students. Yeah. He was asked, like, who we came in contact with. Okay. But those people have to quarantine. It is a lot different because I was, I am exactly his his roommate. Right. So because of that, it's 14 days for me. Mm-hmm. And I think other students who we did come in contact with are only 10 days. Oh, so, okay. So, yeah. Um, cause they knew, they knew about me, you know, definitely being in a room with him without a mask right. and all that. So they took precautions with that. So what happened was I got, uh, a message that said, come get tested here. This was mm-hmm. about at like seven o'clock at night. Okay. So I went, did that test, which was like the normal mouth swab, not a rapid test. Mm-hmm. And I did that. And I went back to my dorm and then the next morning at like eight o'clock, my phone just started vibrating in my bed Mm -hmm. and I pick it up and they're like, uh, please pack a bag and come to Flanagan gymnasium, which is where they have kind of like a COVID triage, what they call it. Uh And there, my roommate and I, we did rapid tests. We were both negative and then they moved us into the hotel and we've been here ever since. So do you even know who you came in contact with or they just said someone? Well, I asked who and they're not allowed to say because 
yeah, privacy laws. Uh-huh. So no, but um, I now know who it is. Like okay. the person told me. But yeah. Okay. You know they don't. They didn't end up having it. So. They didn't have it. No. So they tested what they said is they weren't feeling well, and they did a rapid test. Right. And the rapid test came back positive, but the real test came back negative. And you still have to quarantine? Yeah, because what think what the school is saying and now New York State is that they could have had it and then miraculously recovered in a abnormal oh time goodness. frame. Oh my goodness, I have all sorts of feelings for you. Okay. So how long have you been in quarantine? I've been in quarantine about a week now okay and you come out when uh the earliest is sunday okay if you continue to test negative yeah okay so what's it been like for you to be in a hotel for two weeks like are you allowed out at all do you get any fresh air do you like how does that work yeah it's definitely it's definitely been tough as far as you know like just i'm not allowed out at all okay but yeah, it's it's definitely been tough, you know, just waking up and for the past two weeks and, you know, doing the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that it's definitely been tough on that part and just adjusting to the fact. So what, like, do you do all day? TV, schoolwork, take baths. You know, I try I try and stay active in the room as much as I can, okay. like do push-ups every once in a while, mm-hmm. um, like stretch as much as I can, you know, just, it's a lot of lying down because yeah. I'm just in a room. So as much as possible, you know, just get up, walk around the room. Mm-hmm. Nothing, nothing yeah. crazy. No, but I know you. So I know that you, you're not a kid that sits around. You've yeah. always been very active and yeah, you definitely. know, you play sports. And so I can't imagine how challenging it must be for you yeah and also like as we said before like you're a pretty social kid so literally yeah. being in a room by yourself all day how's that yeah. how's that loneliness yeah it's it's been tough mm-hmm. um you know no human interaction for the past two weeks mm-hmm. um but definitely been nice you know like catch up with friends family like a lot of downtime it, definitely so mm-hmm. um yeah, so that's been nice. But yeah, as far as human interaction, no, none of that for the past two weeks. Haven't seen, haven't seen anyone. So when you say you've catched up with friends and family, like a lot of FaceTiming, a lot of texting, how's that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Friends, FaceTiming, you know, all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, family texting, you know, FaceTiming, whatever it is. Um my girlfriend's actually also in quarantine right now, so like it's it's been good for us, I guess. Like both, like kind of on the same schedule, you know. Right. Like not like I don't have to worry about calling her and like you know her being somewhere. Right. Um, and, and same and same for and same for her, you know. Like right. I'm just sitting here. Right. So, so yeah. you're always available to each other. Yeah. Yeah. Which definitely. is which is nice. I mean, just because it's nice to know that, but also like you know, if you have a moment when you're really struggling. It's nice to know that there is really yeah. somebody there for you. Yeah, for sure. How has the school been? Has there been any kind of, um, you know, emotional support? Anybody reaching out to you to make sure that you're doing okay emotionally? Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I've, there's someone texting and um, calling every, I would say every day. Mm-hmm. Um, like I have someone text me saying from the COVID office here or whatever it is, like any concerns, like feel free to call. But yeah, I, I haven't really had any problems as far as that. Okay. But yeah, um, I have people, there's the, the hotel, they bring me three meals a day. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they're definitely like well aware that I'm here and uh, that it's a tough situation. Good. Good. It's been, it's been odd. <laughs> I, I definitely could be messier than I could in my dorm. Okay. Is, it, is that a silver lining? Yeah, so it's a little silver lining. So is okay. air conditioning is a silver lining too. Yeah. Okay. But it definitely took like getting used to. Mm-hmm. Like the first day I was here, I'm like, well, well, this sucks. Because mm-hmm. I got here on a Friday. Mm-hmm. So it's like the whole weekend, like didn't have much work to do. And I was kind of just sitting here. I'm like, yeah, well, this is what yep. it's going to be like. Uh-huh. Well, then luckily, like when the week started, like school pretty much takes up my whole day anyway. Right. So that is, uh, that's a little positive. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely tough staring at the same walls all day. Yeah. Especially these hotel rooms are pretty dark. There's not a lot of lights right. in here. So it's kind of, mm-hmm. but usually I'll open the window up in the morning just to get some air circulation mm-hmm. and maybe watch people walk by as I sit right. here in my room. Uh-huh. But yeah, that's pretty much my only human contact. Wow. So how's the schoolwork going? School, it's, it's been fine. That part, yeah, definitely tough. You know, I like to go to the library and, you know, get out of my dorm room for work. Mm-hmm. You know, like I try not to sit at, sit in my in my dorm and take classes and, you know, get out. No distractions. So, so yeah, because I've had to sit in here for the past two weeks and do that. Right. That that's definitely been tough. Definitely have some friends in some in some classes that you know we would do in do in person and and study together. So definitely missing out on that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's um, it's kind of like the same routine every day. Just wake up, you know. Some days I just, you know, wake up and and just not in the mood and just want to sleep it off because you know this is just this is just very tough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I know I gotta, you know, I gotta get up and and do what I have to do. Mm-hmm. You have to be pretty uh, self disciplined when you're living alone and no one's even allowed to like come in and check on you. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's mm-hmm. definitely doing the same stuff every day. But mm-hmm. as far as like timing, you know, I think it all just depends on uh, what time my first class is or what my schedule is like mm-hmm. in that day. As far as classes, you know, um, so yeah, it it all kind of just depends on you know when my first class is, what time I have to wake up, what time, what time uh, I was up the night before if I want to sleep late. So. It's definitely not the same thing over and over. It's definitely not the same routine over and over again. Mm-hmm. But as far as like what I do every day, I, I would say it's 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 pretty repetitive as far as waking up, pretty much doing schoolwork. Yeah, you know, taking a bath, you know, as far as that, yeah. Right. So what's been the hardest part for you on um, this whole quarantining thing? Definitely just the fact that I'm here, I think. You know, if I have somebody ask me, like, you know, for the past two weeks, you know, what are you doing tomorrow? It's, the same, it's been the same thing for the mm-hmm. past two weeks. 
so yeah, that's definitely been tough, you know, like going to sleep and, you know, like looking forward to the next day. Like you can't, you can't really, you know, there's no, yeah. like, there's no, nothing to really look forward to, you know, it's, it's waking up and, you know, same thing over and over again. So yeah. This episode is brought to you by Inner Harbor, providing grief support to students and those that support them. Find us at www.inner-harbor.org. What else do you do? Do you have any other, besides obviously class, do you have other things that you've sort of created for yourself to keep like the day going? Yeah. So luckily when my, when I got sent here, my mom sent me a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like a little care package. Yep. It's going to be like a, an adult coloring book. Yep. And um, like a little dartboard. So that's been as entertaining as it could be. But okay. there's a lot of TV watching, a lot of bad movies. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's the other problem. There's no like new movies coming out. So. so how do you stay motivated to like, you know, are you reminding yourself? Are you just saying, okay, like, you know, counting down the days or? Yeah. I kind of mm-hmm. just take it day by day. Okay. Um, Yeah. And that's kind of been it, you know, like I know at the beginning, you know, it was kind of just like, I didn't really know what to expect. And then I realized that, you know, like this is definitely going to be tough after a couple of days. Mm-hmm. So yeah, after that, it was kind of just day by day, you know, do what I have to do each day. And, you know, tomorrow, uh, I'll be out. So that'll be good. (laughs) So now you actually can look forward to something. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Have you had any like FOMO, like just knowing what your friends are doing outside of this hotel room or if you've been feeling like you're missing out? Yeah, it's definitely, that's definitely Mm -hmm. been tough. And what about like contact with friends? Are you FaceTiming, texting, staying in, you know, contact with people? Yeah, almost immediately when I got out here, I kind of just, went through my contact book and mm-hmm. just kind of FaceTimed anyone I could. Yep. Just because missed talking to people. Yeah. Good for but, you for knowing that you're going to need to do that. Yeah, me and my roommate talk a lot because he's in here too. And I think okay. he's bored than I am. Right. So it's just, he'll call me like every five minutes or something like that. <laughs> yep. Well, at least you have somebody else who's in quarantine so you can, Neither one of you are going anywhere. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, I know I know that they're having a good time and would definitely want to be there. Yeah. If if, if it's possible. So right. but yeah. Um I know I know once I'm out, you know, I won't really be looking back on that stuff, you know, at all. It'll be, right. you know, what what I'll be able to do with them in the future and all that. So that's mm-hmm. good. Right. You feel it in the moment, but yes, you're really absolutely. not missing out on much. You'll, yeah. you'll get it all on the other side. Yeah. It's more about, you know, the next day, you know, that already happened, you know, can't mm-hmm. do anything about it. Good for you. Yeah. So the school, I guess there's two different sides to the school. There's okay. like the COVID side and the support side. Mm-hmm. And the way it works when you're in quarantine here is you get a pod leader Okay. This is like someone you could text with any questions. Mm-hmm. And then uh, yesterday, or so twice since I've been here, the dean of students has called. Okay. Their office is called, like asking if you need anything. 
and they gave us a whole packet with like therapy numbers or like counseling numbers. Mm-hmm. But what I will say to kind of nag on the school here is <laughs> there was uh what I had no like they didn't tell me anything about like how long I was gonna be in here. Mm-hmm. So I kind of had to go out and seek that information. Okay. Which I thought should have been like presented like once you enter. Yeah. But that's gotta be, I mean, you know, talk about anxiety, not knowing how long you're gonna be someplace probably a very helpful thing to know so you can you know start looking forward to the day that you're going to get out yeah get out yeah so did that add to your anxiety yeah because that's kind of like just the more unknown mm-hmm. but being quarantined in a hotel is a lot better than being quarantined in like a freshman dorm so i can't complain about that right that is and some places are doing that i've heard yeah, and I, yeah. they're also doing that here. Okay. Like you just you got do, lucky in the hotel. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Which is the food's a rough story. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um. So they give us like a menu each. I guess each week you get a menu. Uh huh. And uh, usually it's not fantastic stuff. Okay. But luckily, like you're allowed to order in from like using uber eats or grubhub okay as long as it's between eight and eight uh-huh. so like been doing that a decent amount just because sometimes like they'll because the way they do the food here is they'll knock on your door and mm-hmm. they'll drop a bag outside and you have to go get it okay sometimes you go do that open it and you immediately close it because you're like that that doesn't seem seem very appetizing oh no it's also at a they feed you at weird times. Okay. So like dinner comes at like five o'clock. Uh huh. So it's like you eat the dinner, you're hungry later. Yeah. So what are some things generally? Forget about like today, but just generally, how do you feel like you know? What are some things that you've done to cope with stress, either just college stress or uh, you know, COVID stress or just in general, how have you been yeah. taking care of yourself? Definitely exercising, I feel like, has helped. Mm-hmm. I like to do that, you know. Mm-hmm. Whether it's just, like, getting out of my dorm and just, you know, walking down Marshall Street is what is what we have here. You mm-hmm. know, just all the, like, restaurants and whatever. But, yeah, as far as stress, really, yeah, I would say just exercising. Mm-hmm. Um, something I just enjoy doing. Yeah. I mean, I've tried to do uh, like a few little like core workouts. Mm-hmm. Like I've, I've laid a towel down on the floor. Okay. And I've kind of used it as a workout mat. Mm-hmm. So kind of like just all core stuff. Yeah. Just trying to get the the blood moving a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of, you know, things did you do before to relieve stress? And I usually go to the gym like every day, okay. either like run or workout but uh-huh. obviously I'm not gonna be running around in my little my little right. dorm room around in a or hotel yeah. room around in a circle no so have you found anything else that's been you know like a way for you to release some of that stress and just energy that i assume you build up without moving um not really mm-hmm. but i think it 
balances out like because i've been sleeping better here than i have in my dorm just because it's a bigger bed and just fully air conditioned (laughs) yep there's definitely some benefits and how has it been academically to be you know not just having all of your classes online but also you know that means you can't study with your friends or i don't know if you have group projects and stuff but being away from all of that how is that affecting you academically it's definitely been a little harder because especially i got like a math test coming up on friday Mm -hmm. i'm gonna study with my friend who's in the same class okay now we do it over facetime which is i guess similar but like can't physically show me like can't hand me anything yep but i guess you just gotta make do with what Mm -hmm. you what you can do you feel like your teachers are understanding of that and will be um i don't want to say easy on you but like you know do they give you the accommodations that you might need or um you know with grading and stuff uh so actually the school started like this year put out like a covid syllabus there's like Mm -hmm. university-wide policies on it okay and if you're like in quarantine and you're feeling able mm-hmm. which, which i am luckily mm-hmm. um it's like quarantine is not an excuse it's like not it counts as a valid excuse right so i guess because every class is accessible via zoom or blackboard right. collaborate mm-hmm. so that's a little little like uh trying to think of the word a little or doesn't build confidence because like ones if like I did have it and I tell a teacher that I'm like I'm in quarantine I'm not feeling great and they still make me do the work because it's not a valid excuse right so like if I was in that situation I would feel completely different about everything going on right so they're basically saying like all of our classes are COVID friendly so mm-hmm. everybody there's no excuses for anybody yeah, unless like you're, uh, I guess dying. Right, like if you're actually sick. The, yeah. Uh huh. Wow, because that's that's interesting because, you know, just knowing that COVID is around, even if you're not in quarantine, can make people, you know, anxious. Or maybe you have a, um, you know, a friend that's maybe even at a different school but is sick, or mm-hmm. you have a family member at home that's sick. So uh, all of those things can add to, you know, anybody's anxiety. And make it yeah. difficult to get work done. So that doesn't sound particularly supportive. So what do you think has been the hardest part of the whole quarantining? Um, I guess not being able to leave. Mm-hmm. I know that's the whole point of quarantine, but like not being able to go outside even for like five minutes. Yeah. Because I know at least the way I learn. Like, sometimes I just need to, like, get out of the room and then refocus, like, come back to it and attack it again. Yep. Obviously, now that's not an option. Right. You, like, get no break. Yeah. No, I'm just wondering about, like, if there's advice that you have for either for students who, you know, are going to have to go through this at some point or for, you know, other colleges that are, you know, trying to do this as best they can. Like, do you have any advice for any of those people about how to make this the best experience? I would definitely try to have clean clothes ready. Okay. Because when I got the call, I was 
it was like my laundry day. Mm. So I have a bunch of uh, like my normal clothes I would wear in like a hotel room are kind of all over the place. So yeah. I had to grab a whole random compile of clothes okay. for 14 days. Uh-huh. And um, do they do laundry for you or no? Yeah, you can get laundry done. Okay. It's not something I knew going in. Yeah. So I have like a weird mix of like fancier clothes and t-shirts. Uh-huh. My outfit I had to wear when I was going to get tested, like Mm -hmm. the rapid test in the morning is definitely one that should not have been seen in public, (laughs) but had to happen. Right. Right. Okay. So that's good to know. Have a bag ready. Anything else that should be in it besides clean clothes? Uh, Definitely something to entertain yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether that be like a book, mm-hmm. just something to take your mind off of the same walls or the the fact that you're in quarantine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm thinking like there's people out there probably that are not book readers, but when you have literally 24 hours a day, you might try something new. So yeah, I'm not a big book guy and I've gotten the audio books since I've been mm-hmm. here. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, I'm thinking like journaling. The first day I got here, I texted my mom like, "Okay, what can I learn?" Mhm. Because when we were in a I guess quarantine at home, mhm. Like it's not as strict as this, but I like Yeah. Still wasn't leaving the house a whole lot. Mhm. So like I I learned how to juggle. Mm-hmm. Like now I know how to juggle what's next for in here. Yep. What? Couldn't think of anything. So you just sent me like a coloring book, like I said before. Yeah. That's great. Um, you know, it's uh, probably a good thing to be open to trying some new things that maybe you wouldn't have tried before. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Any? I'm also wondering just about like advice for your school. As much as quarantining sucks, I'm like, I'm happy that they did it. Mm-hmm. Because it shows like contact tracing works. Yep. And that they're just trying to keep us safe. Yep. So that was my mindset going into it. Yep. Like I wasn't like, uh, like, of course I was bummed, but I wasn't like completely bummed out that I was in quarantine. I was kind of, mm-hmm. there was that thought like, okay, like the school's doing it right. They're doing this. So we get to make it to Thanksgiving. Yep. Which knock on wood, uh, things have been going pretty well. Yeah. So I definitely like appreciate the whole effort that they're like the school's putting in and like the contract tracing students are putting in to yeah. track it down. Cause I'm sure it's not easy. Yeah, I'm sure it's not. I'm sure they would love to know that, uh, you know, that there are students out there that appreciate all their efforts. I think the more chain of responsibility is kind of coming from the seniors okay. who are like, we don't want to lose our final year here. Mm-hmm. So it's like, let's not mess it up. Yep. But so they're really like leading it. Yeah. Which is a good thing because people look up to them, especially like the first week we were here, all the freshmen had their little freshmen had a little incident on the quad. Where, like right. the whole grade was on the quad. Yeah. That was on the and news. We saw that. Yeah. There's a lot of, <laughs> a lot of like upperclassmen voices on social media. It's like, come on. Like, are you kidding me? This, we've been here for literally a day. Because no one wants to be the one that costs the whole semester, the whole year. Yeah. Like everyone to go home. Like Mm -hmm. no one wants to be that one person that throws a party, 
someone has it and it just spreads like a wildfire. Yeah. So I think that thoughts in a lot of people's heads. Was there anything else that you felt like we should cover or that, you know, you would want people to understand or know? Kind of that it's not as bad as it sounds. Like the quarantining? Yeah. Or the school. Okay. Quarantining. Mm-hmm. Like there's like the boredom factor, but if you like do your schoolwork, it keeps you busy for most of the day. Mm-hmm. And you could find something on TV to watch for the next like hour, two hours, and then you're right. it's time to go to bed. Right. Good. And I, I think that's such an important thing to know. Like not only is it not so bad. And I'm sure that it feels like it's, you know, the minutes are just ticking by so slowly sometimes, but it is, you know, maybe up to two weeks. And then, you know, two weeks in the light in your life is a very short amount of time. And you are going to be able to get out and, you know, live your life again. And this is not, you know, the end. And all the people from the school, like the people doing the testing and the people like that deliver food are really nice Mm -hmm. like they're not here like they don't want to do this to you yeah i'm sure they don't want to be coming to your door knocking on it and dropping food at it yeah so it's kind of a bad situation or a tough situation for everyone but it's kind of like they try to keep you upbeat i guess like today Mm -hmm. when someone delivered my my uh my lunch they knocked on the door in like a rhythmic way (laughs) so it's like you know, everyone's going through the same thing. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. I'm glad that we got to talk to you. Yes, of course. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you so much yeah. for doing this. I really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Join us next week on the podcast when we talk to Dante Peace, the uncle of Robert Deshaun Peace. A few weeks ago, we had interviewed... Jeff Hobbs, he's the author of The Short and Tragic Life of Robert Peace. We got some incredible feedback, and I thought we would ask his uncle to come on and talk a little bit more about his nephew. He lived with Robert for many years, watching him grow and face challenges of losing a parent to incarceration and ultimately to death, as well as being raised by a single mom and moving away from home to go to a college that was very unfamiliar to him. He has had a chance to reflect on the support or lack of support that his nephew had as a seemingly well-put-together kid and now wants to spread the message that all children need support after a loss of any kind, not just death. So we're really excited to have him on the podcast next week. I hope you'll join us. That's all for today. Good morning to all of you.